1: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake Up Call D T your one stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wake up call D T. West Genesee had themselves one heck of a tremendous, tremendous weekend. I said going into the weekend, hey, you know, they could win these both and I wanted to see them go, both go to the Final Four. I want them to do this together. I want this to be longevity for both of these teams. You know, I've had the opportunity and the blessing, thanks to the Wildcat Sports Pub, as well as West Genesee Athletics, to have a show with West Genesee every single month at the Wildcat. And we have featured so many different teams and different coaches. And, you know, we've had marching band out there. We've had so many student athletes and students and it's been amazing. We've had two shows here in 2019. One in January, one in February. And we've packed the the Wildcat Sports Pub. We've packed the pub both both times. I mean, we've had tremendous support. We've had 50 people, 60 people at an event. We've had screaming fans and, and people that sit right by us and are awesome with us. The last two events that we did, 200 people, over 100 people. And it's it's been such a whirlwind of greatness to connect with the West Genesee community and you know we're I've taken this concept and, and utilized it with CNS and I've taken this concept and utilized it with Liverpool and the home team pub and building up all of our student athletes all over the communities of Central and upstate New York and building up our local businesses at the same time just keeping it local and keeping it family and keeping it community and keeping it here and but it all started with West Genesee And Fred Kent and I and Stafford Spreeder and I met through this show. We met through Wake Up Call. We met through doing the events at the Wildcat. And I couldn't be happier that I got to meet these gentlemen. And it's not just that they win these games and you get to congratulate them. It's them seeing you after the game and treating you like a friend and shaking your hand and giving you a big hug you know it's it's more than basketball when it comes to my relationship with Stafford Spreeder and my relationship with Fred Kent. I respect these men, I appreciate these men. I love talking with them. They have been there for me professionally, personally, good times, dark times. And they have they've just they've been a tremendous piece of my life. There's nowhere else I wanted to be on Saturday than at the SRC arena for that doubleheader. And you know, there there are there's good people in this world, and I put up a post uh, a couple days ago. I said there are good, caring people in the world, and there are others. It is your choice what you pay attention to, the good and caring or the other stuff. But pray for everybody because we all need it. The good, caring people, Stafford Spreeder, Fred Kent. I mean, the, the, the embrace after the game says it all. And that's that's a reminder of what I'm trying to do. Is it getting through? Are people seeing this isn't just a sports show? Are people seeing that there's love and compassion beyond this? Are people seeing the God in this? Are they seeing the faith in the comedy and the positivity? Are they seeing that I genuinely care? And then these games happen and Fred Kent gives me a hug after the game and It brings me to that place. And Stafford Spreader after the game, I'm on the court and he sees me and it shakes my hand and then he went and did some interviews, came over to me, he's like Dan and you'll hear it today, let's go <laughs> and I was like come on man, but it's you know it's it, it, it's it's that love and support that is genuine and it's and it goes. Both ways, you know, it, it goes to them and back to me. And it's it's just I mean, I, I really honestly I don't have words. I think that the thing about this morning is I don't have words to sufficiently extend my gratitude to Fred Kent or Stafford Spreeder or Gina Costelli. I don't. I mean, they have believed in me, they've been there for me. Gina believed in me when I came back to Syracuse. I met her like right after I came back and I've known her the entire time she's been here pretty much at LeMoyne. This is their sixth season. And I just, I don't, I don't have sufficient words that can describe. And that's why I'm tongue-tied this morning because I've, I'm surrounded by greatness. And Luke Sutherland, are you kidding me? The kid's one of the nicest guys, hardest working guys, you know, right after the game, Cam Jones sits down you know, I went over to him and, you know, he's got a big smile on his face and he sits down next to me. Will Amica, you know, as I, after he did his interviews and whatnot, you know, I pulled him aside and I said, you know, can we talk for a little bit? And he was like, of course, you know, and, and just texting them after the game and Luke Sutherland. I mean, Luke keeping me abreast of what's going on and this is who we're playing and this is our next game. And, you know, and, and just just everything, and I and I remember Cam is the one that I I know the least because I met Luke and Will a couple of years ago, and I just met Cam, so we've been around each other a couple of times, and he looked at me and he goes, "Are you coming to the game on Friday?" You know, he said, like, "You gonna be there?" So you know, it's it's, and I called my parents after that because I talked to my mom and my dad. They live here in Central New York, and I talked to them. Pretty much, I mean, I pretty much every day. I talk to my mom every day. I've talked to my dad a lot more than I used to. Now it's probably every other day and whatnot. So my dad really wasn't like a be on the phone guy, and sometimes he's still not, but he's gotten better at it, which I'm happy with. So you know, I'm, I call both of my parents, and I'm like, I feel like I got to be at these games. You know, I feel like I got to be here for for the kids. I feel like I got to do it. So you know, there's there's just something. There's something about life and there's something about things that happen. And for those of you that know me personally or have listened to the show and you kind of, you kind of know me because what you see is what you get. I mean, I think anybody that says there's a different Dan on the radio than there is in real life is, is just insane because there's, I mean, it's the same guy, no matter where you go. And so the people that have listened for a while, they kind of know, oh, something's, you know, something's up with Dan or this is this or this is that. And, you know, I've gone through a lot lately and I haven't really thought about it and what it means. You know what I mean? I I just kind of, my family's built that we just move, right? We just, we just keep moving. We keep going. We get punched in the face. A boulder falls on us. We're set on fire. We almost drown. We keep moving. It's just how we are. So with everything going on, it hits you every once in a while. And when it hits you, it hurts, And we have our moments, but the people that bring me out of these moments, and I know they won't take credit for this, but Stafford Spreeder shaking my hand and giving me a smile and and giving me a hug and and truly appreciating me, that is life-changing. Fred Kent's hug after the game, that is life-changing. What he said to me, meeting his dad, Fred Kent Sr., and his dad saying to me, is this the guy that I listened to on the way in here today, on the way to the game? Priceless. Gina Costelli after the game. I told I looked at her. I go, I cried. I legitimately, as the game was was within like the last couple minutes, I looked over at Gina. I saw that she knew that they were going to win this game. She started to tear up. I started I saw Michaela Roberts come off the court. She started clearing the bench. And I and I had I just I was overwhelmed with positive emotion for these people because they're not just coaches. And these players aren't just players. These are good people. I hope I know Luke Sutherland and Cam Jones and Will Amica and Stafford Spreeder and Gina Costelli and Fred Kent and so on and so forth. I hope I know them forever. And I hope we always get to talk. And I hope they stay the amazing people that they are. And I hope they win in every part of life. So with that being said, let's get into West Genesee in my first conversation. And that conversation is with Fred Kent, the head coach of the boys basketball team, right after the game. This is what he had to say. Coach, 1994 was a while ago. We talked about that. Now the team is heading to the Class AA. Hey, appreciate it. We're gonna go sweep.
2: We're gonna the final four. Just what you can say about going to the final four now. Dan, it's like uh, it's unbelievable. I can't uh, I can't describe how happy I am for our kids. Um, down we weren't playing well and we rallied together we rallied stayed together and somehow pulled this out it's just I'm happy for a lot of reasons of you know the win being one of them but we, we got another week together which is the most important thing and they they gutted this thing out coming
1: back late in the game just what you can say about how they picked away at Saratoga all the way till the end of regulation to
2: force overtime you know leadership wills performance leadership on the court uh, they made some plays cam jones hitting a huge three jack mcclain everybody contributed they made big plays and the momentum adam Dzinski hit some threes like making big plays like they all contributed in the momentum the snowballed and this energy kind of took us over and it was awesome to see this team not give up
1: on one another no matter what the score was saying no matter how much they went down, or how that time ticked away. Just what you could say about the medal of this team that nobody gave in,
2: nobody had any type of surrender in them. Yeah, uh, these guys are tough kids. They are mentally tough, they're physically tough, and, um, you know, Luke, he's a happy, you know Luke, he's a happy kid. Yeah. He's laughing the whole time, like, we got this coach, and it's not, you know, it's a 13 point game, we're down 13. And he's happy the whole time, it's incredible. What, what great kids. He was talking
1: about how he had missed at the line in regulation. He did not miss a single free
2: throw in overtime. Was that Will? Yeah, Will. Yeah. You know, Will Will had some free throw problems in the middle of the season, and he worked hard, put in extra time to, to fix them, and I think it was 12-14 for the game. So, you know, that hard work paid off today. And free throws matter, which we all know. The team, your team, went 10-for-10 10 10 from the charity stripe in overtime. Wow. You know, Dan, we've had games where we haven't gotten 10 free throw attempts in a complete game. So, that's awesome. You know, not only the percentage, but the amount of of attempts. I know they're falling at the end, but that's huge. That is huge. Will was talking to me about
1: how you said to him, if he got the rebound to go down and push it, and he did exactly that to get that shot at the basket, he took the contact
2: and was able to make the bucket to force overtime. Just bring me into that play. Well... You know, he's a fantastic point guard, amazing athlete, and that's that's his time to shine. You know, you got to put the ball in his hands in that in that position. You know, we are, we're very fortunate to have two amazing players, and uh, you know, when it, when we need to go full court, the ball going to be in Will's hands. Yeah. Lucas Sutherland got to slam it home on that alley oop.
1: Just what you can say about getting to spend some more time with him. Awesome. Uh
2: he is a true leader and he has one of the most positive attitudes and uh, just getting another week at least with him is, is priceless. You know, I pay five hundred bucks to do it and luckily we just won the game, so <laughs> don't have to.
1: <laughs> you have your family here with you, you got generations of family here with you. I just got to meet Dad, just what you can say about being able to do this in front of your family and
2: in front of your father? and Uh, You know, family it's the most important thing you know, they didn't get to go to the dome last week because (laughs) my dad didn't want to climb the hill (laughs) and I don't think my mom you know, late at night wanted to come so having them here uh, sharing this moment with them, uh, with my daughters, you know, it's uh, I feel like truly blessed our grandmother passed away last last spring and i feel like she's looking over us and she's like our sixth seventh man with coach adams our former jv coach too i really believe that we have people looking over us and uh very fortunate it's a remarkable run that seems like
1: it's going to have a little bit more life to it here some special things seem to be coming up uh
2: i think they said we play Saturday? Friday? Yeah, Friday. One yeah, of those yeah. days. I don't even know when we're playing yet. I think it's, Friday. it's Friday. I think maybe five. I know it's five o'clock. I don't know what day. Yeah. Um, I don't know who we're playing. I know we're we're taking off to Rochester to scout tonight, and uh, you know I I want to cherish it. Uh, stay in a hotel with the guys if, if we win. We're going to be prepping. If we lose, we're, we're going to have a good time and, and spend more time with each other, away from everybody, and, and truly just just share the moment. Oh, I couldn't have been a better person. Congratulations. Appreciate it.
1: That coming from Fred Kent. And you heard in the beginning there, he was getting congratulated all the way through it talk it all the way through it and whatnot, they now know that they're going to be playing, and this was right after, right after the game, so he didn't know at that point. They now know that they're going to be playing this Friday the 15th, which is kind of exciting because you know you know that Central and Upstate New York is the 315 area code, and they're playing on 315. On 315, March 15th, we will see West Genesee at the Binghamton Auditorium at Binghamton University, Face off against Niagara Falls at 5 p.m. Eastern time in the state Class AA Final Four for the rights to go to the championship game. And next up on here, and you heard me mention him, is Will Amica. This is what Will had to say to me after the game. Will had 13 points in overtime. He was 8 for 8 from the charity stripe, took over, and he was the man who made the last shot to force overtime at the basket right before time expired. Here's Will Amica. 13 points in overtime. Just tell me about how you went off in the extra period.
3: I just knew that we had to come back. I knew we had to. We were just, I was just looser with my sauce. I wasn't thinking, second thinking anything, and that was the difference.
1: Normally, when the game goes on and it's crunch time, even more so. That's where people get more nervous. But you seem to play more free in
3: overtime. Uh-huh. When uh, what's about the more the game goes on, the more free I feel like the more the game comes to me and i feel like as more of the game goes on it's just the better i could do you hit that jump shot got the shooters roll that was the first one they went down
1: for you just talk about opening overtime with that
3: it was just great once i hit that shot i knew it was going i knew everything was gonna be good i felt like i was gonna play good the best of overtime you
1: did not miss a free throw in overtime just how important that was to step up to the line
3: they put you on the line a lot and you took care of business in the fourth quarter, I missed two big ones, so I knew I had to make up for them. So, yeah. You did that. You hit the three
1: as well. I mean, you just went off. Just yeah. what you could say about your team trusting in you and you trusting in
3: your shot. It's the closest our, teams have, our team has ever been. So we trust each other to take any shot. We don't get mad at each other for anything. So I knew if I took it, nobody was going to get mad at me or anything, so I just shot it. And I went in. You allied it to Lucas Sutherland yeah. as well. He got to get his. Just what you could say about that play. That play, when we did that, we knew it, it was our game. We knew it was our game after the Alley. So everything was good. You were
1: trailing, and late in the game, you just kept trying to come back and come back and trying to inch closer and closer and closer. Then in overtime, took over and won the game 70-55. to Just what you could say about not only your play, but the team in overtime, and just how calm you all seemed to be.
3: We all stayed together. We didn't get mad at each other if we missed a shot. We all just came together and pushed through it and won the game.
1: Bring me into that final shot of regulation when you knew the team was down by two and you went to the basket.
3: When I was, uh, when Aiden, I think, was at the free throw line, Coach Kent looked at me. He said, if you get the ball, push it. So I knew when Luke inbounded it to me, I had to go. And I saw that now everybody on their team was back, so I knew I could get to the basket. So I just finished, and it went in.
1: I don't think anybody is louder out there than your mom. Would that be yeah, fair to say? <laughs>
3: that's, that's
1: my number one fan. <laughs> Class double-A, final four. Just what you can say about heading off to
3: Binghamton. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I can't even put in words. It's crazy.
1: That coming from Will Amica and his mom just getting the entire crowd going at the end of regulation in overtime. She was amazing. Slapping hands with everybody and starting the chance and whatnot. Very, very proud and that's a beautiful thing to see. And at the end of it all, she said praise God multiple times, gave me a big hug. And, again, it's the bigger things, and it's about more than just us as people. Luke Sutherland is up next, and this is what Luke had to say to me after the game. All right, Luke, well, the team was down, your team, West Tennessee, to Saratoga late in this game. And you never said die, you never gave up. Just what you
4: can say about the belief in each other. I mean, we've been in games like this. I mean, another Albany team, we played 10. We were down 20 going into the fourth. We came back and won that game in overtime. So, like, the whole time we knew, like, we've had comebacks. and. We just knew that if we stayed together, that we were going to get back in the game. That was never a question that we weren't like we knew that this like we were going to make the game close. Like we weren't going to go out like soft or anything. So, I mean, when we had that shot, we tied it, and going to overtime, we just knew that was our game now. Like, everything
1: switched. What is it about this team where? Like you said, we knew we were going to get another opportunity. We knew we were going to keep it close. We weren't going
4: to go soft or anything like that. What is it about this team that there is a never-say-die approach? Like, just everything that we've been through as a team. Like, just how how well-connected we are through everything. We know that if we rally behind each other, that there's no no lead safe with us. You know what I mean? Because we know that if we play together, we're capable of anything. And... It's it's games like this that it shows that we're all so connected. We don't care who scores and that that that's the difference I honestly think because regardless cam hits a huge shot dud steps up in overtime will clutch shots down the stretch No one cares who's scoring as long as that ball is going in the hoop We're happy. So that's just another huge thing about it What you can say about the leadership of it
1: all in that same respect that nobody cares mm-hmm. about who's scoring and you know that You're gonna take the shot that you feel is the best you're gonna look for each other Just what you can say about that
4: selflessness because obviously it helped you win the game mm-hmm. like, Shot. Everyone, everyone, streaky game. People are going to be on, people are going to be off. And we do a really good job of recognizing who's hot. And like I said, Duds does, does comes off the bench, steps up, unbelievable plays. Cam, huge shot at the end. Like Will stepping up at the end. It's just little stuff like that that like keeps us going. And we know that, like that, just we know that if we move the ball, everyone can make plays. And we, we realistically know that. We've had a whole year with each other. We know what everyone's capable of. And we're never going to have a problem with the open shot anyone takes because it's a good shot. We know it can go in. You obviously want to hang around a little bit longer as long as you can at West
1: Jen. I asked Fred Kent what it meant to have you around, you know, as a leader and just in general. And his emotion of being able to spend some more time with this team and with and with you and just what you could say about, you know, what this team has meant to you and the fact that you know that you're going to have more time. Yeah,
4: I mean, this team's everything, man. I mean, four years, this is my fourth year, a senior. And freshman year, I, nothing was like this. Like, any, any year was nothing like this, you know what I mean? Like... We get a sectional championship, we just got our regional championship, and we have a chance to do something that I'm not sure has been done. I, I have no idea, but, I mean, just regardless of state championship, that we're the best team in New York State. Like, that title alone is just unbelievable. And regardless of what happens at this point on, like, we are incredibly happy, but we're not satisfied. You know what I mean? So just little stuff like that, just being able to – another week with these guys is everything. I mean, they're, they're family to me. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I don't know what to say, like, because these guys – I've spent my life with these guys so just being able to accomplish everything we're accomplishing just means everything. It really does. It's been 25 years since the last time that West Channing won a
1: Section 3 Class AA championship and like you said now you won the region and you're moving on to the state Final Four for Class AA. Just what you could say about that making history after 25 years and knowing that you continue to make history.
4: Yeah, it's just Coach, Coach Ken always says day by day, so we're going to, you know what I mean, we go through a day, like a game like this, every game is a championship for us, regardless if it be this, like, I know there's still more to do, our semifinal next week, Friday is going to be a championship to us, so we just got to continue to continue to play like that, and we know that n- sure, n- nothing's guaranteed, not every, the, we didn't know if we were going to be practicing Monday, and that, that's the beauty about this game, that's why you play the game, so... I mean anything can happen but just like I said, Coach Khan says day by day we gotta take one day at a time, to continue to get better even this late in the season. There's still a lot everyone can improve on and just through that we're gonna we're good, we're gonna be a tough team to beat. Will said that coach had said to him if you get the rebound
1: after their free throw to just push it. Mm-hmm. And he pushed it on that final play and made the shot right before the buzzer there was contact and he was able to get the shot up and get it in to tie the game
4: just what you could say about what will did on that final play of regulation he's a he's a phenomenal player i mean he he's one of the moles of this team you know what i mean he's just he, he knows he knows what ha, what has to be done he does an unbelievable job of doing what will Amiga does no one's like will Amiga. so he's unbelievable guard one of the best guys i've played with and it shows because he, he makes plays like that he continuously steps up he's there he's he's the calling guy you know what i mean like whether it be me whether it be will like we know that regardless of what happens that we have each other's back and just his iq to understand what's going on is unbelievable like I mean, it's awesome he hit that jumper he got the shooters
1: rolled in he hit the three went eight for eight on free throws in overtime
4: 13 points in overtime big clutch player i mean that's <laughs> it's a clutch player big time player <laughs> That's all. It's just it's, it's <laughs> and he found you for an alley oop there to slam at home. Yeah. He said after that play, he knew it was done. Oh, we that little stuff like that. I mean, we'll have those little connections. There's little plays that we'll look at each other and we'll shake our heads like we did. We threw that lob. They call a timeout. We we looked at each other. And we shook our heads. This game, we knew it, and we knew going into overtime that this was our game now. Like we put up 22 points and the fourth quarter tie this game every bit of momentum's on our side we put up another 22 in overtime it just felt right a new game and we just we knew (laughs) like it's awesome man this feeling it's great what does fred kent mean to you guys everything he held us together he showed us everything he's without him none of this is possible like this is he's he's our guy He's got our back. We got his back. It's a family. It's not even. It's not even team. Like I know a lot of teams say the word family and they kind of just go off that, but this is really, like, really truly a family. Like we we hang out with each other. Coach Kent, we, we look. He's he's our guy. He's a role model for all of us, and we just we don't want to disappoint him. And he said in the beginning of the year that we have a chance to do something special, and I I want us to do something special, and just all of us rallying behind that, understand that we want this for us, but we also want it for Coach Kent, cause this is we want this team to be remembered forever. So so we just. Coach Kent sets those standards, and we, we just try to go get
1: them. That coming from Luke Sutherland. Try not to get emotional during that, first and foremost, but that coming from Luke Sutherland, you know, that he wants this team to be remembered forever, and they want to do this for Coach, and that they are a family. And they really are. At West Jenny, these teams are families. Sitting with the lacrosse teams and the marching band and – basketball and football and hockey and so on and so forth, these are families. And the words from Luke Sutherland this morning ring true. This kid is just happy to play with this team, wants it to last forever, to doing everything he can so the team can be remembered forever, to do the unthinkable, the unimaginable, the unattainable that they all believe they can do. It's a beautiful thing. Cam Jones is up next. And this is our conversation after the game. Cam, team was down. You guys were trailing. You never said die. You stayed with it. What makes this team believe in each other?
0: I feel like the thing that makes us believe in each other is the way the way we talk to each other out when we're on the bench and stuff. When we're in the when we're in a huddle, we're telling each other that this is we still hot we still got it. We're not giving up. And that we got it and we can keep going. And that that our passion is going to win us this game. That's what I think helps us.
1: When you look at the passion that this team has mm-hmm. collectively and just the love that you have for each other, mm-hmm. your teammates are talking about how off the
0: court, you're friends, you hang out, you're a true family. Just bring me into that. Uh-huh. Okay. When we're off the court and we have, like, team dinners and all that, we're not, like, we're not, like, Talking about each other's failures and stuff. We're talking about how, like, like we're, like, making fun of each other. We're, like, becoming, like, basically, like, we're like a family, basically, like, in all. Like, we're like a family. We take, we make fun of each other. We get into arguments sometimes. We, we're basically just a family, like, off the court, like a family all the time. In the school hallways, we dab each other up all the time. It's just a family, bro. When
1: earlier on in the season, you and I got to sit down. It was the first time you would ever done an interview or anything like yeah. that going through the season and just seeing how this team has grown and me seeing that family it's something that I, I saw last year i saw it again this year what did it mean to you to like do the events at the wildcat where you were there with everybody and no matter who was talking or who was on the mic the entire team was there
0: right, yeah, you're right what it meant to me yeah it was like a cool moment because they're all cheering for you yeah you know? it was a cool moment like that's where like that's what i mean like family we're really like a family. Like, we cheer each other on every moment. Everything we do, we just cheer each other on every moment. Willamika, bring me into that,
1: that final shot that he had. He said that Fred Kent looked at him and said, if you get that rebound, push it. He pushes it down the court, takes the contact, makes the shot, forces overtime.
0: So I tell you about it. All I was like, yo, Will, I told him get to the free throw line because he was he was at half court. So I was like, come in at the free throw line. If they miss a shot, just go. He was like, I got you, I got you. He got the rebound. I got the rebound. Passed the whim. I was like, let's go, boy. He went off. He got it. I, he made a shot. I was like, wow. He actually did it. I was like, wow. That's crazy. And he made a shot. I was like, that's crazy. Before that happened, there was this guy in the corner. His name's Cam. I think you know him. He hit a big time three. Bring me into that. All right. Uh, the shot was supposed to be for Duz, actually. He came off. I was like, okay, Duz, you got to get a shot. He was like, okay, I got you. He pump fake. He drove. He looked at me and he was, and I made. I, I, uh, I looked at him. I was like, "Yo, does, yo, does." He passed the ball. I hit the shot, and I was like, "Let's go, let's go." And I know that moment we was gonna come back and win right away. In overtime, you guys took over. You won
1: the game 70 to 55. Just what you could say about once you tied it and forced overtime, did you feel like it was your game at that point?
0: Yeah, I felt like it was our game. As soon as we made that overtime run, I feel like it was our game right away, right away. You guys did not miss from the
1: free throw line. 10 of 10 in overtime. Will had 13 points. He had 8 of 8 at the charity stripe. Just what you can say about how in overtime, as soon as you guys hit that first bucket, it was all you from there.
0: Facts, it was all us. From when Finn does hit that first bucket, we thought right away, like, yo, this is us. This is us right away. As soon as we got back in the huddle, we was like, this is our game, y'all. We got to win this. Fred Kent, just what you can say your head coach means to you. Frank Kent. That's my guy. I love him. Me and him is like family. That's my boy. What does he do in the huddle to make you guys believe? In the huddle, as soon as we sit down, he sits us down. He tells us, calm down. This is our game. We got this and we can win. And as soon as we do that, he tells us to play. He tells us everything we need to do and not to foul, keep our hands up. And he just basically like sits us down, calms us down, like get us back on the court.
1: He said at the beginning of the season, well, Lucas said at the beginning of the season that Coach Kent had told you guys, this is a special team that could do something really special. Just what's made you believe in each other all the way through, that when he said that at the beginning of the season, what's made you believe
0: in it all the way? What made me believe in it? Yeah, uh, that's Basically, the way we play in practice, every day we compete. And how we play in games. Right away from the game, from the start, we tell each other, "Let's compete from the from the start."
1: Final four, Class AA, You're down in Binghamton. Uh-huh. You got big smiles for this. Uh-huh. Just bring me into that feeling.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be a crazy, crazy thing, crazy moment. As soon as we got down there, we're gonna take it all in. We're gonna compete right from the right from the rip. We're gonna be competitive. The feeling is, the feeling is, we gonna get it. That's what I'm feeling right now. We can, we can win states.